Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funneled on Defense. Just finish this one first and then uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out, download all of them, um, But uh, and leave a five-star review. We love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um they, we don't, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors um, that I talk about, and Dr. Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off. That's all. That, that's probably the best compliment I can give is a lot of people approach me about, uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Dr. Dish, I believe in them so, so much that. Um, that's why I do it. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25 year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me, uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach, um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles. Um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out and let's head off the podcast. All right. Welcome to coach unplugged bill. I think it's episode. I have no idea. Oh my gosh. Um, four, I think I, I think I was counting as like three or four years worth of, of podcasts, but anyway, like literally three or four consistent. Yeah, you're, you're in the 1400s or something yeah, like that. It's like crazy, crazy. isn't it? Yeah. Um, all right. So, Bill, I'm going to have you inter- kind of introduce yourself. Um, talk about your, kind of you as, um, you know, your journey with Hoopalytics. And, you know, I get it right. It's Hoopsalytics. Hoopsalytics, yeah. Kind of like Teach Hoops. Like Teach Hoops. That's why I love it. I know. 
Uh, I'm going to have you kind of just talk about, you know, kind of your beginning as an entrepreneur, but more importantly as coaching. And then, uh, you know, as obviously as a stats teacher, I love stats and I love all that kind of stuff. So um, that's kind of what intrigued me about this, but I'm going to have you kind of introduce yourself to the audience and then we'll, we'll just deep dive into that. And I've got a laundry list of questions I got for you. So um, I, I will jump in. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, Bill Bettering. I'm a basketball coach, obviously. Um, it's my 10th year coaching, uh, second year at uh, high school varsity level. I currently coach in Truckee, California, um, high school girls. Um, and previously, and actually as part of this, my other job is as a software developer and entrepreneur. So I've started six companies. Um, Hoopsalytics is, is my latest one. And, it, you know, all the the companies I've done have been like computer and online and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, as part of the principles of running these companies, especially in internet age, as, as you well know, you can kind of measure everything and make data-driven decisions, right? So, right. You, know, when, you know, when you're advertising or, uh, you know, Google AdWords, all this stuff, you can measure, basically measure the effectiveness of what you're doing and see what works well. Um, <laughs> You, yeah, could, so, you I, could turn off your Facebook ads when they're not working. I've done that before. Exactly. And, yeah. And, and when they're working, it's a like, oh, my, it's like, um, oh, it's like, it's like the unicorn land, man. When you get that one ad and it's working, it's like, man, it's like, it's really, it's something. Yeah. Um. So um, explain and, the and other so, company. So, yeah. Well, I mean, so the idea was basically to take this this principle of running these companies and apply it to basketball because again, you want to make good data driven decisions. Um. So previous to this, uh, the company I started in 2014 was called Zingtree. Um, and that's a, a company that lets you build interactive decision trees. Um, so like call centers would, um, people in call centers would use these things They'd kind of click their way through a decision tree. So you kind of minimize the training time and make sure everyone's giving the right spiel and that sort okay. of thing. Okay, I'm just um, thinking then, of an office episode right now as he says that. So if anyone's seen the yeah, yeah. Scott office episode, I'm thinking of that. But go ahead. I'm, I'm seeing okay. him with that thing clicking. All right, that, that's very intriguing. Okay, a lot of it, a lot yeah. of a uh, lot of stats in that. Yeah, because yeah. and, and then and then previous to that, I started this other company in 1997. It kind of morphed into a a business that would let you record audio and video off the internet. Um, it's called Applying Technologies, and we we. Again, on the data-driven side, we noticed that people were um, like our. Whenever we'd get a support ticket, it would cost us like eighteen dollars for every ticket, and our product was like you know as little as nineteen dollars. So we tried to automate a lot of that stuff, and it's kind of how this entry was born. Um, and the other cool side is is as far as um, being able to use Hoopsalytics and score these games, the product from my old company I still use to record video from NFHS and that sort of thing to bring it into Hoopsalytics to do the game breakdowns. So it all kind of nicely um, ties together. Well, for all the young, uh, or for all the young, there's probably some young coaches listening to this, but all, for all the entrepreneurs, like I'll tell you, I'll tell you a couple, we were talking about my brother before. Um, he, he, there's a couple of inventions. He, he invented bendos. If you ever seen them, they're little, like little figurines anyway. And they're, oh, and they're, they're like little Gumby figurines are called bendos. I don't even think I have any in my office right now, but anyway, <laughs> And, and, and he started a toy company. He was running a toy company. So he, he was doing a photo shoot. I'll tell you, this is the funny part about being an entrepreneur. And he told me this story. And it's so true. So they're, they're, they, they built, they, they had these wooden fire trucks and police cars and stuff built for these little plastic, I don't know, four inch um, bendos, which they bent the, the arms bent and you could 
put them all over. Anyway, um, if you Google Bendos, you'll see it. And as he's doing it, so he, he, he hires, you know, this company to come in and they're doing a photo shoot and they have the young and they have the, you know, the young kid there with it and the parents and stuff. And he's playing with the toys. Well, guess what? He's not playing with the Bendos. He's playing, he's, he's playing with the, uh, he's playing with the, um, the uh, Bendos, not the wooden toys. And initially he was going to sell wooden toys. And he uh-huh. goes, oh, I don't have to do that. I'm going to sell these plastic things I made for the wooden toys. And then he, that's how Bendos were invented. Cool. Um, yeah, isn't it? It's like, and it's the same thing. He invented, um, he, he invented the rebound at the end of, uh, at the end of a, um, a driveway. You know, there's basically lollipops or there's those big plastic things. Well, he bent, he invented Bendo. He invented the rebound, which he has a big metal stake and you can put it in the ground, even if it's frozen and it will bend down and come back up when the plows hit it. It's kind oh, of I'm sweet. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, so basically what I'm saying is you found something, this is where Hoopsalytics was like, you probably saw something that was needed and then, okay, yeah. I'll pivot. And, you know, that's probably the, I don't know, but that's probably part of the, the the birth of this is you you saw that and go oh crud something needs to happen i don't know I, yeah you, yeah actually yeah the epiphany was i i read some other uh, article about defensive accounting um and using uh, uh something called the hello sports code which was a thirty thousand dollar competitor to us um and i looked at this and it, and they had a video link stats um and one of the that's i'll show you guys that in a little bit but the idea is you get your box score and you can click on a number and you can see uh, uh, videos of all those things. So if you got four turnovers, you click on number four, you see the four turnovers. I'm like, wow, that's super cool. I want to build that. Um, right. And then just, you know, and previously I was just using, you know, sort of a static um, score tracking things like, yeah, well, let's link the video together with the numbers. And then if I have all this, I can, you know, create a better in-depth analysis and see, you know, which sets are working, which players are performing and that sort of thing. And um, I've been working on this about a couple of years now. Um, have a full season of uh, high school basketball under my belt with a lot of really cool data, which I'll share with you guys. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah that was... so did you have any obstacles when you were building it? Like what uh... happened? When you, you get, was there a Saturday night at 3 a.m. and you go, oh, crud? Because I remember my programming days is like, oh, crud, like you hit a wall. Yeah, uh, a lot of it just, um, just trying to figure out which how to upload videos. You know, we initially started with YouTube. Um, and that was okay, although some people didn't like that. So we did like a different, um, uh, a second option. Um, and then there's some problems with that. So I actually have three options for uploading. We can go to Vimeo, YouTube, or regularly. Uh, most of that stuff, like the, anytime you're like writing code, when you have to deal with something outside of the code uh, that you write, there's always problems. Yeah. Um, like the integration. I'm a, I'm a big sort of fan of Vimeo. I'm a big fan of Vimeo. Yeah. Yeah. No, Vimeo actually is, is worked pretty well. That's our default now. Um, but yeah, but we support, you know, three different ways to upload. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean for people that want to, if you want, for, for the amount they charge you and the amount they let you store on video, I mean, obviously YouTube's free, but I, I don't know. I just, I like Vimeo. I just think, I think the interface is, e- I don't know. It just seems easy to me. I've been using it for yeah. a long time. Um, yeah, and uploading's a lot smoother too, so. It is, it is, it is. It's, yeah, it. But anyway, for anybody that's kind of jumping into that, so why don't you show us some stuff? Because um, I know you and I have uh, have talked about a couple of things off, but I'd I'd love yeah. to. 
Let me go ahead and share my screen and I'll okay. try to uh, talk my way through this for the people that are listening in the car. Yeah. And so people that are listening, we'll, we'll put this, I'll put the link for the YouTube channel on the bottom for people that are listening. If you're mowing the lawn or jogging or doing something like that, I'll put this, uh, cause sometimes it's more visual. Some people are more visual than auditory, but we'll try to explain it the best we can. Um, yeah, and that's actually how I listen to your podcast too, is, is primarily in the car. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes it makes me have to visualize like the exit nose you talk about. And, I know. And so, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, you should be able to see my screen. This is Hoopsalytics. So I've got a full game of a uh, uh, full season of high school varsity here. Um, so you can basically go either multiple games or single games. So like I'll take uh, one of our games, for example. Um, and so, we, you know, we do some kind of cool visualization. So this is a game that that we lost, you can kind of see the running score and how we had like the little. Which team are here. you, the green or the red? You're red. We are the red, so we're Trekkie. Um, yeah. So you were never really up in that game. I love that. The one that you did for me recently, I love that because I could kind of tell, I in my head I was going, oh, I remember when that shifted. And it's like we were up and then we were down. It's like, I know, I do like that. Yeah, and and you can get a nice idea of the flow. And so you get – um also see like you know full comparison statistics so points per possession a lot of uh, people like that time of possession um is always pretty interesting um looking at, at the game that i broke down for you you guys have a really long time of possession you guys are very very patient um i mean our girls were pretty much about 14 seconds i mean think you guys were like at 21 seconds per session yeah i think like both that. both the team that you saw and me the co coach and i know each other too well and yeah, the possessions I think were in the mid twenties. And I love that you sent you asked about we play in halves, eighteen minute halves. Yeah. So the flow is a little different. The, the, definitely, the flow is different when you play halves rather than uh, quarters. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd never seen that before. So we had, uh, you talk about obstacles. That was one of the things. Like, oh, there's a different way of running the clock. Yeah, I don't know if we're the only state. I don't know if we're the only state that does that. That might be something you have to think about too. But obviously, colleges yeah. do yeah. that, so it's not a big deal. But right. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, when you set up your account, you can basically set up all kinds of different um, orders and halves and time and that sort of thing. Oh, you can set um, you as the, you as the person set it up. Uh, well, we, we give all the stock loans. So like most okay. of the high schools will go eight, eight minute quarters. Um, right. You know, colleges are 20 minute halves. Uh, right. AAU is like 16 minute halves. Um, you guys are the only 18 minute half, but you know, we just added that to the program and okay. now it's there it's for you okay. and all your competitors. Right. Um, Everybody in the state of Wisconsin. All right. <laughs> there you go. And so one of the cool things you can do with, with this particular thing is you can isolate it on a particular part of the game. So this is one where we were, you know, kind of getting slacked. Um, so you can just isolate that and then you can get your comparison stats. So we were outscored seven to four here. Um, you know, and there was, uh, you know, there were three for three from free throws, two for nine, we were over seven. Um, so you can isolate into on different parts of the game and uh, just get the comparison stats if you want to see kind of what went wrong in a particular um, area. Just kind of fun. What, what, what do you, what, what, what's your, what's the first thing you look at when you pull up a game like this? What's the first thing you look at statistically? I usually look at the team stats. Um, so, you know, you can basically see, because uh, you, you know, one of the things that we like to do is, is figure out, you know, who, who had a good game, who had a not good game. Um, so there's, a uh, um, points per possession. So PPP stands for points per possession. So yep. what we can do is we can break down. So like, for example, when, you know, Caitlin was on the floor, um, 
on offense, there were 0.6 points per possession, and then we gave up 0.64 points per possession. So she was a minus 0.04. Um, and you can you know, sort on all these things. So she was actually the most effective player in that game. Um, and I think she had, you know, she's always done well against this team. You know, so many other girls, um, you know, this, this girl, uh, uh, she broke her wrist. And so she was um, never able to shoot very well. So you can see her offensive point possession uh, went down a bit uh, because of that. Um, yeah, are you able to, like, am I able to figure out the best? Could you tell me the best five girls on the court? For you in this game yeah absolutely so you can switch to, from players to lineups so if we go to lineups for example these are the different um arrangements uh, uh, that we had on there and okay and you can do the same thing with the points per possession like so so this lineup here um i think this was kind of more of a garbage time lineup but um like this one here you know they were uh they were actually plus and they were plus one and you can also um amortize this over 32 minutes too so if like a particular lineup had played the whole game this is what the uh, outcome would have been um obviously this is a, a small sample size which is why that's a big number but um now this lineup had, had i kept them in assuming they never ever got tired um that would have been the winning lineup um or maybe maybe this one here right it's hard because i think sometimes your brain thinks somebody i mean i've said this before i have people on my bench keeping stuff because sometimes you think something's happening and it's not <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, and, and the numbers are kind of a good way to, to either validate your assumptions or prove your uh, assumptions wrong right. um, as you go. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, everyone loves offense. Um, and so, you know, above and beyond the analytics, you can give everything the eyeball test. So let's say, uh, you know, let's we'll go back to our players here. Um, so, you know, Tess had three turnovers, so we can click on her three turnovers. And we can see, uh, you know, we can actually watch video of her turnover. So here's one here. Um, so bad pass and go to the next one, et cetera. So, you know, oh you can look God. at the three turnovers, like, like, were they, you know, were they horrible? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they're, that's a legit turnover, right? And yeah, hopefully so that makes, not watching it, so, so does it, are you able to like do like, let's say you wanted to, is it make film sessions easier? And how does it do that? Like that, um, that would, so that would be a big part for me, I think. Yeah. So what you can do with your film sessions as you're scoring, um, let me go back to our games. Um, you can basically mark different clips as part of a film session. So if we go to games here and so you can see we have clips and comments. So if we go to, uh, like this one had a lot of, a lot of good stuff here. So basically, um, you can say, have different people add comments, uh, some coaches, players, et cetera, can, you know, allow you players to comment if you want. And then you can also say, are they about everybody, particular person? So if you've got, you know, a particular girl you want to sit down with or, or boy and um, just look at their clips, you can. Um, and then you can just uh, go through. So like this team, so we're in red here. You can see, um, you can see how this girl is sagging here. So they obviously scouted us. This was one of our favorite sets where we high post it and this girl was super athletic and she could blow by everybody, but notice how she's sagging here. So that was one of the comments that we, we had, for example. Um, you know, so I would you know sit down with our girls afterwards, and um, you know, sometimes it's just for future reference, or other times it's for um, you know things that they can do better. And you can make you know um, you know thumbs up, thumbs down. Like in this one, uh, number thirteen is like like dribbling way too much, right? So right. You know, we don't really want that. Um, and you, know, you see the comments here, and one more. 
So now we're trying to you know, get our high post ISO, um, but there's there's no driving lane for her because the girl on the other side is wrong in the wrong position. Um, so stuff like that is you know super helpful. Um, I remember when it, this is the, the second full season I've done this with. The first year, I did this uh, as a, a freshman voice coach. Went through afterwards, and there was a coach on the other team who had like a 30-year D1 coach was somehow coaching freshman boys and he had all these crazy inbound plays and sideline plays is like, okay, I got to remember these. So I can mark all these things and come back to him and like steal stuff from him. Um, no, I like, uh, I like how handy. you can like, so let's say I, I have a, I have a play that's called double fist or something. So I love yeah. that you can kind of go into the program and then when you're breaking it down, you can label things, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, for example, there's a coaching staff, so I can take like all the games of the year. For example, I can go coaching stats, and so we've got our different sets. We've got our different uh, blob plays or based on inbounds plays. So I can like click through that, and I've labeled all the different ones we have, so I can see how the outcomes go. So we've got this one called uh, Jordan, which basically everybody runs. Um, but you know, for our outcome, it's uh, 0.67 points per possession. It's about average with everything else we did. Um, but again, I can go through and I can see, okay, let's see what the successes look like. Um, and so you've probably seen this play before a gazillion times. And there's the- It's, it's America's player. play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna re- reference it as America's play for people who are listening. It's basically the inbounder throws it in. You can run it out of a box or a low one four. And then the inbounder goes same side corner or opposite corner. I call it America's play. Cause you see- I, Yeah, yeah. It's that or screen the screener, probably the most common baseline out of bounds plays. Yeah, exactly. And we actually didn't do much screen the screener last year. So, um, but looking at our competitors, uh, they had some really good success with screen the screener. So we're going to add that. In yeah, it's year. a hard thing to defend if you don't work on it. Like if you defensively, yeah. if you don't work on it, that's why, especially at the youth level and the AU level, you, you tend to see it a lot. Um, all right. So let's say, let's say I, I, I get this and I, and I, and I, and I'm playing this summer or I play next fall and I got it and I got a game and I kind of set it up and you kind of walk me through it. Um, how long for me to break down a game? The first, the first one. And then by the end of the season, like, so from November is probably different than March, but give me an idea of what you think the range is to break the game down. Yeah. And a lot of it depends on how much detail you, you want to add to it. Um, you know, you, you can, uh, uh, add shot charts, which I think are really valuable. There's also rebounding charts. Um, and then you can categorize your plays, your turnovers, or decide not to. Um, so, you know, for a high school game, once you're up and running and comfortable, it's probably about an hour and a half to break down a game. Um, and, you know, pretty much every good coach out there is watching film anyway. Right. You know, so you're basically watching the film as you break it down. Um, you, know, you know, there are services out there that'll break the games down for you, but they don't give you nearly the level of, of detail and and right. stats um, that you want. Um, well, no, you know, I was, well, like I tell young coaches too, it's like this is part of this is <laughs> this is part of your apprenticeship. If you want to be a good coach, you got to break film down. <laughs> um, yeah, and I exactly. Think the last time Coach and I were talking, I was talking about my two VCRs. Like I used to. I mean, I've been. I'm trying. I'm cleaning my. I'm cleaning my room right now in school and starting to throw VCR tapes out. Cause I don't even know if I could buy a VCR anymore, but anyway, uh, 
but I just remember, but part of it is you just learn so much. You learn so much by doing that. Like, exactly. um, you know, in the old days, I was doing this with a piece of paper and a clipboard and it was, a, it was, I'm getting a lot of the same things, but then I had to go do the, I had to do the statistics, the point, all that kind of stuff longhand. Cause there wasn't something, you know, 30 years to do that, or at least yeah. that was affordable. Um, yeah, what, and, and, were, and again, also having it connected to the video is really nice too, because you know, the numbers are one thing, but now you can click the number and you know watch all those events like assists or turnovers or rebounds. Um, and you know, because because kids, you know, you, you see the number, it's one thing, but you actually see the the video behind the numbers, and it's like, oh yeah, I did have seven turnovers, and there they are, you know, and and it's uh, you know, yes. and, and likewise, I I think it's a great way to model my parents too, like if. You know, parents are wondering why Johnny's not playing very much. It's like, well, you know, come look at this, and uh, you know, here's here's the numbers when he was on the floor, and you know, here's his seven turnovers. And it's like, oh my God, Johnny really did have seven turnovers. Johnny's and, open know. for a reason is usually what I have to say to the parents. <laughs> like it's it's Johnny's open because he can't. Johnny can't shoot. That's why Johnny's open. It's like, well, Johnny's hey. open all the time. He's open, yes, because they're not defending him. Like I'm going to defend him either. Um, <laughs> So you wrote something, you wrote something in one of the emails you sent me about free throws. Like, was it, oh, yeah. like, uh, what was that? Okay. So this is, this is pretty cool. So, um, I've seen this on, on different, um, uh, uh, different levels where if we, we, we can also track rebounds. So you can basically, um, say we can, like we'll show all rebounds, but on free throws, um, so if you look at, at the rebound locations on free throws, you'll see they're predominantly over on the left-hand side. Um, so we can also look at opponents, kind of the same deal. There's just, there's a lot that come over here. Um, and that was a really interesting little epiphany. Um, and I have a theory why that happens. I'd love to hear that because the sample's big enough. The sample's big enough too. He's not showing me like three dots. He's showing me a sample that's big enough that you can probably draw a conclusion. There's probably a regression law. Anyway, I won't get into the statistics by it. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. But but I, I think it's probably primarily more at the, the less skilled levels. But I think what's happening is when the kids are lining up on the free throw line, they're basically having their body right even with the nail, right with the middle of the free throw, uh, you know, right even with the basket. Right. And you know, of course, your shot is coming from the elbows. You're you're a little bit offset. So I think what's happening when they're missing the free throws is they're hitting the inside of the rim, and they're bouncing off, predominantly to the left hand side of the floor. So they're not lining up. Have you done any? Have you done any diving into that at with higher levels? That'd be interesting. Uh, not yet. We actually have a, a full season of uh, San Francisco College. Um, that we're going to analyze too, but I, I've seen this for both, um, you know, our varsity girls opponents, um, us, and also for uh, a freshman boys team. Um, so anyway, probably the coaching point for all the coaches out there: make sure your kids are lining up with their shooting elbow on the nail rather than their body in the middle of the uh, free throw, and you'll you'll get yeah. slightly better results. Hey everybody! I hope you're enjoying the uh, the podcast. Um, some great tidbits coming up uh, after the break here, um, but I want to talk about Hoopsalytics a little bit. You know, it's a it's an affordable. I can tell you that uh, pro level um, 
stats and an analytics system for anybody. And um, like I've said, and I've told coach this a couple of times off the air, it's um, everyone should be using or breaking film down. You know, there's lots of things that do it for you and are very expensive, but um, it provides you with all sorts of statistics, which, which we're talking about in the podcast, but um, there's their coaching stats. They're ones that, you know, talk about schemes and talk about, whether whether things work versus man or zone, and then you know, coach kind of can sees how it works with the funnel down defense and and all those things. But um, it's a great way to um, it's a great way to to look at your team to break your team down. And obviously, as a stats teacher, it's a great thing. Um, it's the same system as pros use or high level high school teams use. Um, and you know, there's a special deal. You go. Um, I'll put the link down below. Um, but it's uh hoopalytics backslash teach. Um, and uh, there's a, there's a discount code in there. Uh, teach 22 will get you, um, will get you 25% off, which will, which will be gr- good. Um, and uh, you can, you get a free game. You can do, you can test it out. You can uh, kind of kick the tires kind of like in teachhoops.com. And I think you'll enjoy it. So go over and check it out. Um, you know, we only, we only endorse products we really like and and, and have used, and uh, this is a great one. So go over and check it out, and let's head back to the podcast. Interesting. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So you really want to put your better rebounder on the left block, probably. Yeah. Or what you could do is have, like, uh, sort of run a little screenplay. If you're um, on the – if your team is shooting, just screen the, the one person on the right side and have the other person come around to the left to get, try left. To get the offensive rebound. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to actually do that deep dive into that college team. That'd be interesting to see if that was yeah. if there's a tendency because you know if it's substantial, like maybe fifty three forty seven, or I mean, if it's you know statistically significant, would be the question. Is it? Um, hmm. Interesting. I've never heard that. All right. There's your there's your golden nugget for people listening. Uh, <laughs> Something to something to think about. I, now, something I've not thought about, which is unique that I usually think about most of this kind of stuff. Um, so, to, let's talk about funnel down and how that kind of came into into our discussion when we started talking about that. Because this is, I think, this is very intriguing to me. Yeah. So, uh, what you're seeing on the screen now is our shot chart. So, we charted uh, by 2,400 um, shots during the course of the season. Um, and actually, one of the before we get to funnel down real quick, one of the cool yeah. things you can do with this is you can filter on distance. So, um, you know, analytically minded, I hate the long two. Um, so what <laughs> you can do with Hoopsalytics is you can basically say, okay, show me all the two point shots greater than a certain distance. So we're showing everything outside of uh, 16 feet. Um, and then you can see either the team or individual players, how they're doing. So like my one girl was one for 15, um, on long twos. So, you know, we got to a point in the season, it's like, uh, you know, don't shoot that shot anymore. You know, I hate telling people not to shoot a shot, but I feel pretty good about, yes. you know, if you're one for 15 from long range, 
uh, you know, uh, don't do it. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think that's pretty helpful because, um, you know, again, you know, can you go the other way? Can you go, you can, you can pull those dots together too, or not, or you go one uh, way. What do you mean as far on as the, on the, for the green? Yeah. Over there. Can you do from 12 feet to 21 feet? Sure. Yeah. So you can go at 12, like 21. Ah. Again, two point shots are always going to be inside of a particular range. Um, right. Should 12 to 21. So, cause you, you kind of want to, you know, like when we get to funnel, talking about funnel down, you want to exclude like the layups and that sort of thing. Right. But you can also, again, do details. So it's like, okay, let's look at the caption sheets from 12 to 21 feet. Um, and how did they do? You know, so 24%. Um, one of the, the other epiphanies I had about my team this year is we were horrible at jump shots, um, like eight for 73. So 11%. Um, I mean, even like closer in, we were still pretty bad. Um, yeah, 10%, um, you know, 0 for 10, 0 for 6, 1 for 13. I think at one point in the season, we were 1 for 38, and we started working on it and practice a little bit more. And cause I guess I took over from another coach, and I guess he just never – had the girls practice jump shots. Um, <laughs> well, you won't be but, very good at it if you don't practice it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, we, we, we took a lot of them and obviously most of them didn't go in. Um, and our opponents were, you know, a lot better, like 25%. Um, so again, that's the stuff that you, you, um, you know, you, you discover as you kind of chart this stuff out and start playing with it and analyzing, especially in the off season. Well, that's where, um, that's where it kind of funneled down came too. It's like, I, I just want to keep people, you know, we run, we run it, we run it different ways where we'll, we don't let them reverse it or we trap in the short corner or we keep them on a side. But I think, and what happened is I started seeing things that look where they're hitting the shots, <laughs> look where they were killing us and look where they weren't killing us. Um, and that's why I wanted to, you know, it, it changed tempo, but it also, came back to the shot chart thing i think where it's like they just weren't getting the things that you thought they would be getting um yeah and, and so i've been really interested in in that concept of the funnel down concept of forcing everything to the side so um what you can do with the hoopsalytics is you can mark off a particular area of the court and see what the percentages are so if we take stuff that's uh this is the alley right the middle part right the, the terminology yep. is yeah so the alley uh we're 24 percent um, and then we can exclude shots and we were 20%. Um, right. So, and again, if you, if you make it a little bit narrower, if you just do like, like paint oriented, um, it's, it's even more pronounced. So 27% in the alley and then excluded for 19%. Why do you think that is? I have a couple theories about why I think people don't shoot as well. Uh, for one reason, I think if you're shooting straight on, you're more likely to get the lucky bounce than if you're shooting from an angle. Yeah. I think um, it's a perception thing too. I don't know. I, I don't know how, I'm not quite sure how the brain works, but I think those angles, especially, you know, that mid when you don't have the backboard, I think it's a depth, maybe it's a depth perception that that's what I, something along those effects, especially at the lower levels. Um, you know, and then to be honest with you, you can be behind the backboard. Like I find that is the perfect spot to push people like, right. Um, right. Yeah. Because it's the no man's land. Like yeah. I, that, that, you know, it's the, that's why we, that's why when, when they get it on the side, we funnel them to that, 
that, that kind of that no man's land. Um, you know, even NBA guys can't do anything back there. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't shoot over the backboard. Um, so it just, it causes that. I think that's one of the things that I saw analytically from the, from the, from the funnel down too. Um, and we, to be honest with you, cause we, we came out of COVID last year and we didn't play. Um, we, we did it more out of a zone than we did it out of man. We didn't play much man funnel this year. We played a lot of zone, um, just because the rotations are a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier to recover and, and, and to push into that, into that side. Um, yeah, not, and, yeah. and, and, and we're going to run, um, probably a, a matchup zone funnel down next year. Um, because to, to that point, I think the, the man-to-man rotations are a little bit more complicated and, yeah. you know, zones like you pretty much know where everybody is and, uh, just simplifies it a lot. Um, so, there's other so reasons the, we want to do that too. But. Yeah. So the chart you have up now, could I, can I tell, is there any way to differentiate the left side of the right side percentage wise or not? Probably not. Sure. Um, yeah, no, so you can mark whatever you want. So, um, so for example, if we redid this, let's say we want, um, you know, two point shots, just like from here. Yeah. And I'd so want to mark know up that. whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like 20, 22% from the left side. And then, uh, and again, this is kind of rough, but, uh, 18% from the right side. It's kind of interesting. I don't know that is interesting. I would have, that's usually not the case. Huh. Um, yeah, and then you... if we look at two point shots, so 17% from here. Okay. And then if we look from here again, these are outside of a certain range. Right. Um, yeah. So that looks like the right side is worse than the left side. Yeah. Um, which and usually that's funny. not the case, especially at the yeah. lower levels. There's more, obviously, more right-handed people. You know, usually you push them left, it helps. Um, but that's why yeah, I well, do. Well, the, the kids can't dribble left, but um, I think it's harder to shoot a jump shot going right than it is going left, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Yeah. So there, um, there you have it. Yeah, that's, that's a substantial percentage points. That's, a, that, you know, that's five or six points um yeah uh did you did you um did you find anything as far as rebounding and stuff that you were able to use effectively other than the uh, kind of the free throw thing yeah the free throw thing was the most effective you know obviously you know this is still a work in progress the next thing i want to do is um correlate the shots to the rebounds so for example when you're shooting like from the left hand corner you know uh they say that most of the rebounds go opposite, um, but it'd be kind of cool to actually really do that with real data, and especially at the level we're at. You know, apparently seventy percent of the rebounds go weak side, right? Um, from what I'm told. Um, but just being able to see that, and again, it might even vary from shooter to shooter too. There might be some. And you, I, I don't know if more... you can find. I've looked for recent statistics on that kind of stuff, and most of it's pretty old. Yeah, some of it's, some of it's pre three point line some of the statistics I can find on that. Um, yeah. Well, and to be honest with you, rebounding is one of those things that, you know, if you watch the, um, you watch the bulls documentary, Rodman would just have somebody come in and miss shots so he could learn how to read the bounces. So there's a little yeah, bit yeah. of a, there's a little bit of a knack to that, but you're right. It's like, how often does someone shoot that elbow? Not even the elbow, maybe the wing shot and it bounces right back to him. It never bounces back to him, you know, it bounces yeah. middle, it bounces weak side, you know, it bounces. Um, so yeah, I, no one's really done that deep dive. That would be, inter- that would be an interesting thing to dive into this on 
to look at a little bit more, especially for my team, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, okay, I'll get started working on the update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one update and boom, there you go. <laughs> um, I know um, you asked a question in your notes, too, about uh, screening and stuff in the funnel, Don. I switch everything. I just think it's easier. Okay. Even if we're yeah, in the matchup. That sort of makes sense. And I guess, um, yeah, so, yeah, we want to run a, a one through one funnel down um, with the matchup zone. Um, okay. And so I think that's going to work well. The number one, it also, you know, because we've been kind of thin. So the girls, I don't think you're going to have to work as hard. The stuff work hard on defense, but less so than man-to-man. And number two, I think it sets you up nicely for transition. You know, if you've got your, your two speedy guards, you know, kind of up front, um, yeah. they kind of know where to go right away. Right. People are in position. Um, right. And, and, you know, a lot of the teams we play, especially like on one of your podcasts, you said, uh, you know, you want to arrange your team so you can be the best team in the league. Um, and the best teams in our league play man-to-man. And right. They're really good at, they're really good at offensive man-to-man because they play it defensively. Yeah. So the matchup zone kind of looks like a man-to-man. Right. Um, but no, I think it will it will change the tempo on them enough that I think it will help you a lot. I do. I yeah. really, I mean, I always tell coaches zig when they're zigging, you zag, man. I mean, don't like literally. I'm in Wisconsin. You don't think with the Bennett's and the Ryan's that man to man is in pack line and like holy crud. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like gospel in Wisconsin. Well, that's why. 20 years ago, I like, I'm going to zone some because everyone's playing man. And all of a sudden, you know, who was doing it last night? Well, Golden State was doing it last night against uh, the man. Yeah. Let's just kind of call it. And they went boxing one, too. They went boxing one. It's like, okay. So people laugh and you run like, what are you talking about? The Golden, uh, the, 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 everyone's doing it. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the Heat do it a little bit. Not as much as the Warriors do, but the, the Warriors are doing it, and they're actually doing it pretty effectively. They're doing cool. it very well. They're both well coached. Kerr's a great coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the other cool thing about speaking of uh, matchup zone is is Kerr played um, at Arizona for uh, uh, Lou Olson, right? And they, he's like the originator of the of the um, matchup zone. So he took a lot of those principles and applied it to what the Warriors do, which is again super cool. And 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 uh, to be honest with you, they are they talk about. Just like the Major League Baseball is king of of statistics, um, it's the exact same. It's the exact same thing. You don't think those NBA they know when they tie their shoelace at the NBA level? What are you talking? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's everything. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the tracking they have is insane because they they track each player's movement every like tenth of a second, so they know that you know Curry runs six miles during a game, for example. Right. Um, yeah, and and they can tell you know how far. The defenders away from every shot you know, to the like to the inch. No, it, it's it's crazy. I thought yeah. I thought it was funny the other day. I don't know which games you were watching, but God, that oh, it must have been it was it must have been the Celtics Heat one. And one, uh, one of the Celtics guys was standing on the bench, and one of the Heat's guys went to defend him. <laughs> oh, funny! <laughs> like because he thought he was on the court, and he thought he was playing, yeah. and he wasn't, and it just it it it. I saw it on Twitter. It just threw everything off. The guy got an open three on the other side because oh, someone really thought funny. someone was open because those guys stand half the game sometimes. It's yeah. Like, and actually, same thing happened with the, the Warriors and the Mavs. There was a guy in the Mavs that was wearing a white t-shirt and, and uh, everyone else on the bench was, was in the, the, 
visitors blues and create pass the ball to the guy on the bench. And then the, the referees had a discussion with him next time. I was like, you can't wear that shirt. It's like, yes, I can. It's like, no, you can't. <laughs> you yes, can't, I can. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a thing. All right. Are there any other key points? And I'll put a link for people listening and stuff and in the car, I'll put links down below so you can get um, connected with the coach and, and you know, there's a, you, you can try this out. This is like I said, young you can try this out they'll they'll coach will even set up a a call with you and walk you through some stuff um but uh you know they'll break you can break a game all that kind of stuff down you can see all the stuff i think you have some examples i was looking at at lunch today too like yeah if if you go to to hoopsalytics.com um it's there's no an in there it's just hoops a-l-y-t-i-c-s.com there's a couple of uh, demo teams there's a, a college demo and high school demo and you can basically play with the stats and analytics and that sort of thing and and see what it looks like and you know explore all the, the that, that's the way i'm I'm going to tell you that's the way i learn i gotta go and like yeah. you know she somebody could have told me when i started my youtube channel how it worked but i didn't i needed to figure out where everything was just by playing i'm like that's just the way i learned but um yeah. i'll put and, all that and, down and so, you, yeah and, and you get a one game uh, a free one game trial so you can take one of your games upload it um score it and you know it, it really shows the value when you um you know when you have it with your own players and teams and that sort of thing right um, i mean that's the that's the kicker is it just it yeah i mean i coach coach and i were talking about the one game i did and it's like the that's some that the, the two two coaches that know each other and it was like like nobody made many mistakes but it but it's like that's when you learn like you're oh remember that and oh there and that happened and yeah. um all those yeah, and, and your game was really interesting. I mean, your team had four turnovers in the whole game, which is remarkable. Right. Um, and then, and then the other team, I, I did a shot chart, and they they had like one, like in the forty-five degree angle, where they were like super hot, and that's probably one of the weak spots of of the zone defense in general when they're reversing and getting to that place. So, yeah, they're getting to the spot know. where it was open. I know. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's those, it's those crazy little things too. Um, and the great thing about this is it's like, it's, it, and, and if you like it, it's, I personally, to me, it's affordable. Um, you know, that, that's what I love about it. It's just, you know, it's, you're not, you're not charging somebody $6,000 for synergy or something else, you know, all these other things that are out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's similar to, to sports code, which the college is apparently 30 grand a year for. Right. And you can get this for, uh, you know, 99 and I'll give you a discount code too, that you can share with your, your okay. people, which will make it like 79. So, um, you know, again, we're trying to get as many people using this as possible and, and getting feedback and, um, yeah, cause there's, there's lots of things you can track. You can actually custom track things like, uh, like for your games, we started custom tracking post entries, um, right. ball reversals. Cause I know they're, they're pretty important for you. Um, yeah, so, you know, when you look at your game, you can see, hey, we have 15 post entries, and you can watch them and see how they did, and you know, how many passes were out of the posts and all those kind of things. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, you, can, you can basically track anything you want. We give you some stock things, but if you're interested in, you know, uh, ball screens away or or miss box outs or whatever, all that stuff, you dives on the floor, you could probably do something like dives, that. Yeah, or, exactly, you know, hustle yeah, stuff, stuff tough that most stuff doesn't have. I that's what I love, you know. Um, yeah. things that you, I think an underanalyzed statistic is uh ball touches, like literally tips and times you touch the ball. 
Um, you mean like like deflections? Deflections or, uh, or tips or anything where you get a hand on the ball. It can be on the floor. It can be yeah. you know a deflection. It can be a tip. It can be even on a rebound. Um, you know, I generalize yeah. them as a big category more than just deflections because it's not a deflection if you get up and get your yeah. hand on a rebound and stuff, but it's a ball touch. It's True. like the more ball touches you have, the better off you are on the other end. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, deflections are actually one of the stock stats that you can track. Yeah, um, um, and, and and I think I know what the number one high school statistic is to, to decide whether you're going to win a game. What do, what do you think it is? Uh, what do I think you think it is? Or <laughs> No, what do you think it actually is? Well, probably effective field goal or maybe offensive rebounds. Yeah, I, w- I would say effective field goal percentage or turnovers at the high school level. Turnovers is another one, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's turn. I mean, from someone that's done it, I mean, again, purely observational, but I think it's, I, I think effective field goal percentage is probably maybe one, but I, you, one A would be turnovers. If you turn the ball over, yeah. you can't win. Like, yeah. I mean, you better be a lot better than the other team if you turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah, there's this, this one thing that you'll see you know, when you're looking at stats called the four factors. Um, there's a guy named Dean Oliver that wrote a book in like 2004. He basically book. analyzed a lot of games and, and he you know, said, okay, these are the four things that determine whether you're going to win a game or not. And I think uh, offensive rebounds, effective field goal, um, turnovers, and I think trips to the free throw line was the other one. Um, so right. if, if you win all four of those, you're like 98%. Yeah. You don't lose. Sure. You're going to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> and the free throw ones, a part of that is aggressiveness. I think, you yeah. know, I've thought about like, you, you tend to get to the free throw line when you're the aggressor, you're attacking, sure, sure. you you know, you're pushing You're, you know, if you're just shooting threes and not, you're not going to shoot many free throws. Like, so I think it's an interesting, but it's, um, is it basketball on a napkin? Is that the name of the book? I think it is. Uh, basketball on paper. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next, actually, with one of your links from the newsletter, that's one of the books that you have on your Amazon store. Yeah, I love that. I love that book. I love that book. Yeah. It's deep though. That's like you, 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 you got to be a little bit of a. You got to be. Yeah, I'll. I could send you an article that's easier to read than that book. That book's. Yeah. Yeah, I've I haven't gotten all the way through it, but I've gotten to the meat of it. And, um, but yeah, again, if, if you're a numbers guy like you and I, it's all this stuff is super interesting. And yeah, you know, yeah. again, it's just just tweaking your schemes and your practices and everything. You know, it's it's the moneyball approach. It is. You know, it is. It's moneyball. That's what I say it's moneyball for basketball. It is. Yeah, exactly. All right, coach. Um, we'll we'll and, do and this. Actually, again. just a, yeah, just one other quick shout out. I mean, as far as um, uh, funnel down goes, um, I bought your funnel down. Uh, package and it's going to be super helpful. Um, I mean, the, you know, the, the concepts are pretty simple, but just being able to figure out how to teach it properly. Yeah, the breakdown know, really drills anywhere are, else. Yeah, the breakdown drills yeah. are great. The, just the the sequential stuff. Because to be honest with you, so for people listening, that it it, it, it can it, it's hard for them to know that someone's going to when you funnel hard to the baseline and you funnel and you don't let them reverse. It's a hard, it's like a 10 degree rotation of hips that it's unbelievably hard for them to get. But once they get it, it freaks teams out. And, and what would be interesting from a statistical standpoint would be when we ran it, ran it well, we didn't always turn people over, but we sped them up and they took quicker shots. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it would be interesting to see that that time thing. But um, when we were when we were tracking it, it's like you know, rather than a eighteen percent eighteen second possession, they were at like twelve to ten, which means yeah. we were getting them to go faster, and they were taking shots that they didn't necessarily want. Will they hit some of them? Yes. But they're, it's, again, like you saying, out of going into the zone rather than the man, it's getting them out of that comfort zone, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they see that baseline wide open. It's like, oh, boy, I, I can Ooh. go hit that shot. No, it's oh, like opening the, the door. There, there, there's the center, yeah. It's the Willy Wonka of them. Like, you see, you're opening the door to the candy store, and especially at my level, when you tell them go ahead and they see a lane, yeah, it's hard for them to pass that lane up like exactly <laughs> it's like here i go it's like and then well i mean what if you've watched nba it's like giving Giannis when you give Giannis a lane he goes well then guess what yeah, yeah. smart steps in and takes the charge you know and flops and anyway don't get me started yeah and a lot of the nba teams are also uh, forcing baseline too you'll you'll notice throws hedging and letting them go baseline and stuff they so. want they because and, yeah. and i talked and i have a former player that plays for the bucks and he said they try to get him behind that backboard Cause it's an offender. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cause it's like, Whoa, what do I do at this point? But yeah. I mean, right. Even just keeping them out of, out of the middle and there's, you know, there's basically one passing angle on the side and two on the middle. So it, it, it works so that. well. It works so well. Yeah. Um, uh, I will put the, right. I will put a link down below. Um, and uh, for, for everyone that's listening and you can go check it out. And if, um, if you have any questions, you can email me at Steve at teachhoops.com. Bill, give your email too, so they can, yeah, they can reach I'm out to you. Bill at hoopsalytics.com. So hoops, A-L-Y-T-I-C-S.com. Yep. And I'll put um, that yeah, down and, below in the show notes too. Okay, sweet. All right. Um, thanks hey, coach. This is, this is really fun. Um, I hope we get to do it again. Sometime. Oh, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Once, once sweet. I've done some fishing this summer, we'll do it again. You know, I got to get out fishing. All right. Thanks coach. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.